Welcome to the Feel Better, Be Better show. Kate and Nevada have spent years exploring ways to live a healthy athletic lifestyle, and this show is all about sharing that knowledge and experience with you. Today, Kate and Nevada welcome a special guest with their own unique experience and advice for living a better and healthier lifestyle. Hey guys, so this week we got to interview Allison with Birth Peace. She's a doula and she's a certified yoga instructor and she's absolutely great. So listen into this part one, part two on how to be healthy during your pregnancy, you know, as far as movement goes, as far as how labor goes, you know, all the things, all the things as women you kind of go through when you end up having a baby and even afterwards. So you go ahead and take a listen today and I hope you enjoy. Now with your job too, going over like the birth stuff, and I know you can't prescribe any of it, but do you hit on any nutrition and exercise stuff that people can do to help um, yeah. guide them through pregnancy and being healthier? Yeah, yeah. Um, my main one is movement, um, just in the sense of, um, right, I'll, you were talking about trends, not my personal trends that I've seen in the past two years. However, trends of births generally since about the 80s up until today, um, the number of sunny side up babies or OP babies has increased astronomically um, because our lifestyles have changed a lot um, in recent years. And we do a lot more um, lounging and couch potatoing. And that's fine. And I don't want, I mean, everyone deserves rest. Like rest is right very important. <laughs> Um, but it, um, it definitely affects how babies are hanging out in our wombs. And so, um, movement being active and staying up and moving around, um, can really help, help baby to find, um, find that optimal position. Better position. Um, and yeah, nutrition is really important as well. Um, hydration is really important. Um, I would say like salt intake and um, potassium and magnesium intake is also really important. So um, I know you guys sell them in the shop, but elements um, (laughs) are my favorite thing to, I don't prescribe anything, but if I were to prescribe something, I would be like, are you taking, are you drinking an element every single day? (laughs) Um, Those are so I am doing that. You are? Hey, there you go. There you go. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I um, eating enough protein and calcium is also really, really important for mm-hmm. a growing baby. Um, and movement, again, combined with getting enough protein and, and calcium um, and enough hydration, all those things go together to like help. Your body is producing so many more hormones and um, managing a whole nother system inside of it. And so having that movement helps to metabolize the carbohydrates that we're eating and helps to manage the sugars that we're managing now for two individuals at the same time. Um, And so that's really important as well. It's just like having that activity helps to move all of those things. Yeah, you got to get a real diversified diet so you can handle Mm. for the two different diets that are doing in the system. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, it's crazy, but like, in pregnancy, your blood volume increases 150%, right? So like, you're not, you have so much, you know, you're just moving more blood all the time. So like having that activity while we get out of breath 
really quickly when we're, preg when we're pregnant because we're pumping so much blood all the time. Um, it helps us to continue pumping all that blood and keeping a fresh, fresh cycle moving to baby and just like keeping the whole system moving and healthy. Yeah. I find it so interesting how we've shifted our focus on, no, you want to keep moving. And if you did a certain amount of exercise before, you want to keep doing that amount of exercise. Um, when I was pregnant, I worked at a senior center and 70, 80 year old ladies, they didn't do that when they were no. pregnant. You were supposed to Set, rest, rest and, you know, everything was fragile and yeah. everything. And so they would get on me because they'd be moving tables and I'd be on my feet all day and I'd be running exercise classes and lifting wheelchairs in and out of buses. Right. And they're like, you shouldn't be doing any of that stuff. Let the boys do that stuff yeah. for you. And I'm like, no, I'm supposed to still do this yeah. stuff. But it's yeah. just funny how the school of thoughts kind of it changed. Has changed. Yeah. And I will say, right, like there are definitely certain pregnancies that need to be taking it easier. Mm -hmm. And right, like depending on where you're at in your pregnancy, like that's also good time for rest, right? Like we don't want to ignore yeah. rest, um, which it's hard. It's hard to find that beautiful middle ground in our world today because everyone's go, 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 do, 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 do. Like just, I said, do, do too many times. Um, that sounds about right. I probably need a couple extras. <laughs> um, just like it's nonstop and it's busy, busy, busy. And it's hard sometimes to find the rest. So I definitely have to cater my doula work based on the person that I'm working with. And I, it's very important to get to know them well so that I can say, I can tell you're a go, go, goer. <laughs> Maybe you give yourself permission to take a nap every day. Like, I know it's hard to find that time, but maybe you rest a little bit. Um, and finding that, like, perfect balance. I think it's interesting, too. I mean, as far as the go, 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 and we talk about me, a lot mm -hmm. of times it's, a, well, I'm driving over here, and then I'm sitting to do this, and yeah. I'm driving over here, and yeah. I'm sitting to do this. So you're going, but you're not really active. Yeah. So, I mean, I think when you get into that scenario, too. it's like, can you... Just give me like a 20 minute walk out of like yeah. twice a day or something, yeah. you know? And yeah. most people should be like, handle that and not overdo it. Right. But you're not trying to give them like, I need you to work out, you know, one hour a day or something yeah. like that. Just like, just give me like two good yeah. walks. You can be on yeah. the phone if you want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We, we meet people where they are, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, and you talked about sitting, sitting in your car to go here to sit, to sit here, to sit here. We know we sit a lot and that's right we see a lot of OP babies because we're sitting a lot. Um, we also get really tight hip flexors and right. It all comes right back to the beginning of, yeah, we want to move, keep things happy, keep baby happy, keep mom happy. Um, finding that good balance of, yeah, you can sneak in a little, a little walk, fresh air, you know, get some can, sun, get some sunshine, vitamin D. We're all vitamin D deficient. So mm -hmm. yeah. Actually, I found that your body really adjusts to that too. Like even people that are out in the sun a lot still mm -hmm. have problems with. I mean, it's kind of one of those things yeah. that depends on where your genetics and your history go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fascinating. I also heard that vitamin D. I probably should do my research before I say this on a recording. But doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I say stuff that's wrong all the time. You're good. Do you do fact checking? No, um, I, I, I'm the one that creates the fact checking. Like, yeah, you probably should look at that. Um, there's something about your irises. Your, your eyes help to process the vitamin D in your body. Okay, Did so you, that one. Have you heard this one? Yeah, that one stems from uh, Huberman. I can't remember his first name right now. Adam. I get whatever. Um, Dr. Huberman, he has his own podcast, so he's really big on getting direct sunlight onto the eyeballs, yeah. but it's 
early in the morning. He says it's like as soon as you can get, it's the level of where the sun's at to try to get in there. He still says later in the day is fine, yeah. but the optimum for getting that is the early, earliest in the day that you can to get a direct sunlight yeah. on your irises. But his whole thing is it mainly sets the circadian rhythm. Oh, um, which that helps also them process. Helps the everything body. process better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that Hey, you fact checked me live. (laughs) Well, I just listened to too many podcasts. Okay. The Human Rain Lab podcast is great if you want extremely dense two and a half hour long podcasts. Okay. Which is not my thing either. (laughs) But I'll pick up like 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, I'm smart now. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It works. Do you have anything? Oh, I do. But mine's total different. Yeah, let's, let's take a turn. Okay. Let's do it. Because when you were talking before about, mm-hmm. you know, setting up the plan and everything like that, it yes. kind of makes me wonder a little bit about if, how much, did you realize how much psychology you were going to be doing in your, mm-hmm. when you were getting into this world? And I mean, having mm-hmm. to deal with the way people think, being able to read them, being able to figure out the right things to be able to ask them and plan for them? Yeah. Um no, I never really thought about it from a psychology aspect, but um, I <laughs> I majored in conflict resolution in college. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my degree, and so... I really want to start an argument right now. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, I'm also a Libra, so like I'm very much about the harmony, so uh, it kind of fits with my ast- astrology chart, but um, yeah, it... it it kind of brings in that that balance of like being able to read people, listen to what people are, you know, what are they saying underneath what they're saying and like checking in like, did I hear maybe you're a little anxious about this, you know, just kind of trying to get to the, the core of what people are, are trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm, I'm thinking that the more verse that you've done, you've been through, I think you start might be able to start picking up on little things that were said or done beforehand that might help you cue in right. more going forward. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, you may sure. see some of those things type, start being able to pick them out earlier to help out. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, right, every birth that you attend, you kind of, I mean, no two births are the same. Um, so you kind of develop you know, oh, I'm going to have to think about that the next time I run into something similar, you know, or um, you just kind of use it for for every future birth. It kind of morphs. Now, did you do doula, were you doing doula before you had, had your kids or did you pick up that afterwards? I um, attended my first two clients before my son was born and then I had my first and then I've done the bulk of them. I haven't done any since my second was born five months ago. So um, I did a bulk, the bulk of my births between my my births, my own births. So um, I think yeah. I think where I'm going with that is I'm curious yep. because did you? <laughs> how much did that change from like your theoretical understanding on the first two to actual understanding afterwards, and then maybe even a little bit more on your next one, like how much you might yeah. take things differently? Yeah, uh, drastically. <laughs> um, I I don't think In a that, word? Yes. There you go. Yes. Um the more births you attend, the the more you see about birth is I mean, duh, right? Of course the sentence makes sense. Um, but it definitely informs decision makings. Um and, and I always say too is like the choices that I make from my own births don't necessarily impact anybody else besides me and my spouse and my kids right um and so 
somebody else walking my shoes, attending the same exact births that I've seen and I've attended, they might very well make 100% different choices than I made. Um, and that kind of just comes with the territory is that birth is a really deeply personal thing. And my job as a doula is to just say like, hey, what do you want? What works best for you? Like, it doesn't matter what my birth looked like. It doesn't matter how I gave birth. Um, it's a cool story, right? I could tell you my story, but it doesn't need to impact you and how you choose to have your baby because what works for me isn't going to necessarily work for you. Just like the shoes that I'm wearing on my feet probably aren't going to fit either of you, right? Like I mean, maybe, I don't know. Probably not. Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> the, um, no, but I, I think the biggest thing for me is, and I think it's somebody's got to start a drinking game on this one for me. I think so. Is that perspective? I'm always pulling in the perspective. In, I mean, we're like 50 episodes, and I think you've used it in every single one. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that's what I think when perspective, I perspective. All right, yeah. Well, that's what I think when you when you had you had some before your pregnant, mm -hmm. which you can read up all you want, and mm -hmm. then you had oh, a kid, yeah. and you had one birth there mm -hmm. so you got to see that then mm -hmm. you did some you know other births mm -hmm. and then you had another one i'm just like I, I can only imagine how many how many different times you changed your perspective in and out yes. of all of those 100 and it's just amazing yes. how much you're like this was important here and not even important at all over here very much so yeah and i think i mean that goes for anybody who has i mean yeah you've said it in every episode of this podcast or the show, right? Uh, for a reason, as perspectives change as you move along this journey of life. As you learn. Um, as you learn. Um, theoretical knowledge versus actual knowledge. And uh, I guess theoretical versus acting knowledge um, are two very different things. Mm -hmm. So like read all the books you want in the world about birth. When you're living it in your body, it's very different. Um and you have, you read so that you have the tools so that you have somewhere to start, right? You have a foundation. Same reason why you would hire a doula is like you hire a doula so you have a foundation. But then again, once you're there and you're living it and you're breathing it, it a lot of things go out the window. And Real then, fast. and then, yeah, again, from one child to the next child, um, whole different experience whole different journey your body's carrying differently your body's affected differently the hormones of the baby affect you differently so like there's a lot of things that maybe weren't something at all in the first pregnancy and now are a huge thing in the second pregnancy and um yeah i also think like baby personality plays into that quite a bit is like i don't know your whole mood kind of changes based on I was going to say, even just as a mom, from oh, kid one yeah. to two, three, four, however many you end up having, like, I'm sure each birth, yeah. you're like, oh, this first one happened like this, so I know what to expect, and I'm sure it's expect. nothing like what you ex did the first right. time, no. like, it's going to be its own thing, and same yeah. with, like you said, kids' personalities, especially when they come out, like, you might think, oh, I'm doing pretty good at this, this aspect of parenting or whatever, I'm sure right. the next kid will just completely turn it on its head because right. it will be different. A hundred percent. And, um, right. Like we haven't even touched on postpartum, right. As we've been talking so much about birth mm -hmm. and labor and pregnancy, postpartum is its own whole other journey. That's very different. And, um, same thing applies is like, you know, first kid, you kind of have an idea of what postpartum is going to be like. If you've thought about it, if you've planned for it, sometimes we kind of skip the planning of the, the 
after birth part. Um, you're done. You just get you're done. Get into the birth and then you're good. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just get to the birth. Um, after that, you're back to normal. You're back to normal. <laughs> and we talk about the bounce back. Oh, if that term Ooh, could just go I... into the trash can on your desktop, like just drag, delete empty recycle bin. I think that's the one I knew, thought the littlest of, and then I was like, yeah, there'll be some time for recovery, but it will be fine. And it was like, my body feels like it's been hit by a truck for like two months. Like, this is awesome. And you think like, you know, you're like, oh, I feel good. I don't need rest. And then everybody, everybody needs rest after Mm -hmm. birth. Yes. (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter how fantastic you feel. Like, Rest is so important after birth. Like you have a giant wound on the inside of your womb. Like you have to rest. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to let it all heal. You have to heal. Yeah. The bounce back is uh, my personal least favorite word, term, phrase uh, in the entire world. Sorry. Never heard it. So I'm good. Bounce back. Barely. Oh, she just bounced right back after birth. Yeah, sure. You know? Whatever. Yeah, I don't care. I don't believe that even when I hear it in anything no, else. It's. Uh, I just had a minor surgery. I bounced right back. I'm right like, back. whatever. Yeah, yeah. The only thing it's a minor it's surgery is somebody on somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Whenever you like. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's big. It's big. Um. All right. Yeah. So I got one for me that I got you here. So I got to ask. So right. me as an older male, no kids. New okay. pregnancy stuff and everything like that. Okay. You know, deep in sports, deep in money and all that kind of stuff. Like none of that world going on yep. there. What is it that you need to make sure you tell me that I need to know? For what? For having a baby. For having a baby. Yep. I mean, not me, but somebody else. The most important thing. Mm. Oh, shoot. Okay. But you can go, no, I didn't like the most important. I mean, I'm more of like, what do you, you don't have to be one thing. Like, what do what you, do you to? want to make sure, like, dude, you need to. You need to. Just be a lot less of you. That's be, what you need to do. Be supportive. Yeah. Supportive is, is and understanding. I, I would say um, supportive, understanding, and compassionate. If you, like, if you can put all of those words into all of your actions when you're dealing with someone who has just had a baby, you'll be good. Like, if you can be understanding when you have to refill a water bottle for the 17th time, and you're just like, I've filled this water bottle up so many times, right? Like, just fill it up again. You're going to have to fill it up again. Change a diaper. I'm going to change a diaper, right? Mm-hmm. I, I can be understanding. I can be compassionate. I can wondering. understand. Yeah. Just get stuff done. Flexibility of, of um, understanding that, yeah, psyches change, right? And I think that applies to um, the partner as well, right? Like we talk about in the in the dual world when we like get really into it, we'll we'll talk about like birth as um, the death and rebirth of the mother, right? Like as you go through this journey that lasts ten months, and you have the baby going through the mental process of labor and birth coming out on the other side, you are undeniably a changed person, right? Like you can deny it all you want. 
push it out of your brain. You can act like I'm going to be the same old person. I'm going to do the same old things, but you are a different human being. You are a different person. Your DNA quite literally has parts of your child's DNA in your bloodstream. Like you are a different person physically, mentally, emotionally, you're, you changed. We talk about that so much for the birthing parent, but we never really talk about that for the, the partner, the other parent, right? Um, they also kind of go through the same process is like to a certain degree you shed a former version of yourself and you come out on the other side as a different person and being we talk about flexibility in the um, sports world all the time right being flexible in mind as well to be able to recognize um, the changes, the, the developments as a person, the growth as a person, but also possibly the scary side of like, Ooh, maybe I'm facing some postpartum depression, or maybe my partner's facing some postpartum depression, which by the way, can affect both partners. Um, that's kind of one that, that I think plays into all of it, right? It's the flexibility of, Understanding that you're a changed person, the the compassion for yourself as a changed person and the compassion for your partner as a changed person, um, seeing the growth, finding the bright spots. Um, no, it's kind of a new thing for in the guy community in particular mm-hmm. that they would actually talk about this kind of stuff. But one of the things that yeah. they talk to in particular is how it's it's a different connection on the guy side to the girl side. I mean, yeah. you. You're feeling like you're feeling the baby grow inside. You're feeling the movement. You're dealing with the change in hormones. You're feeling with all the pressure and all the stuff you got to do and everything like that. I mean, you're connecting yeah. with it like that. Whereas for most of us, it's it's theoretical. It's I can see the belly getting bigger or yeah. whatever. You know, what I mean, yeah. and, but you're not feeling those motions and that kind of stuff. But you do like when the birth happens, yeah. and it's very abrupt. Yeah, and I mean, and in the meantime, I mean we're pretty well programmed to make sure that we're like, you know, well, we're providing this and we're making sure we get this and we're making sure we're doing this. You know, we got to have everything yeah. lined up so that they can have that. We know you're going through plenty of, you know, yeah. emotional type changes and all that kind of stuff because your hormones are going all kinds of, because you got two of them in there or four of them or whatever you got going. <laughs> and so, I mean, we're pretty well programmed and we understand we're going to, you know, we're going to kind of deal with whatever happens. That may not be the you're definitely not the main focus on this scenario. You're definitely the backstage. And then as soon right. as it happens that you get a huge whack of like, guess what? Fatherhood. Yeah. You know, and it's very real. It's yeah. very abrupt. And I, so I can imagine that that'd be something that you probably don't see a lot of. And now that I'm saying it, maybe you see a little bit more of like, man, I never even thought about how much that may change like immediately, like yeah. right away. And there's no way you can warn somebody or get somebody ready for that right. or whatever and how are you going to handle yeah that? yeah and um a lot of my doula work is working with partners right is like how how are you feeling as the partner right mm-hmm. how are you adjusting to this um kind of in that sense of like from the person who is carrying the baby right nine ten months of preparation physically that is every day helping you face the reality of your body is changing because you are growing a human and that human is going to be in your arms soon. 
Um, so you kind of always have that reminder as, mm-hmm. as the person growing the baby. Um, but right, like as the doula, when I bring partners in and we're like moving through all these questions, a lot of it is like, Hey, here's your, here's your reminder that like, you're going to have a small human soon. Um, and like, we're working towards that transition. We're working towards that process. So it's less of a jumping into, um, the Arctic kind of plunge, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but to some degree, yeah, it is a plunge no matter what. Um, I mean, I don't, it's, I've had plenty of them that were just like, you know, even the second time around, it was like, I thought I was prepared. And I then that was kid was prepared. there and I'm like, <gasps> and it's like, it's made not much it changes you immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But on, but on that side, yeah, most of us guys, we don't have it until it's physically there. Right. Right. And it's crazy because we don't talk about either like postpartum. We don't talk a lot about like the bonding and connecting phase because a lot of the narrative that's out there is just like, you're going to see this tiny little baby's face and you're going to instantly be in love and know that love ha- knows no bounds. And a lot of times it doesn't quite work like that, right? Like it's not as movie magical as you might see him. You say that. I know more guys that are on the other side because the baby doesn't necessarily connect with them as well. I mean, if you're talking, especially as somebody that's maybe not around the baby all the time so they can even hear that secondary voice all the time like maybe they're not living together or they're right. not really together or whatever like that then they have even a harder time connecting yeah. to it and it almost carries on because then it's like well here it is and i'm supposed to be a dad and i'm going to really connect with this thing and yeah. you almost are starting to get the estranged right off the get-go yeah, yeah. which ain't going to get better and it, it absolutely does get better it no can no get better. I, yeah i mean yeah. i'm just saying yeah, i'm yeah. like it right, could right, ease right. if you it could go down if, that you, path. if you start yes. seeing the mom as well going like well you just don't connect to us so i'm not gonna do it right. and you start right 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 it could make it worse right it absolutely could and and that's kind of why i bring it up is because there's so much that like we don't we we only have this vision of like i saw the baby and my eyes grew hearts in them and I was an heart eyed emoji and I was staring at this baby and I knew I loved nothing more in the world than this baby. And we don't see the other side of that, which is, Oh boy, I have this tiny helpless creature that I have to be responsible for. And they cry a lot and this is scary and it's overwhelming. And I don't know how I'm processing this. And I don't feel the like warm, fuzzy feelings yet. And like, Especially if they want mom more. Right. Well, and I mean, for both partners, there's like, there's sometimes it's a a stranger, right? Sometimes it just takes time to get to know this little tiny person. And a lot of times um, from the fatherhood side of things, right? Like, I feel like um, there's a lot of projection of like, we're going to play catch together. We're going to do sports together. We're going to, you know, we're going to have those moments. If they're musical, we're going to play guitar together. We're going to, and it's like, that's in six years. That's six years from right now or, or whatever. Right. Um, and it's hard to connect to a baby, especially because, right. Depending on how much experience you've had with tiny babies, Um, I feel like societally, women tend to get pushed towards the nurturing and the baby holding more frequently than men do. So by default, women tend to have more baby handling experience. Um, And so if you've never held a baby before in your life and you're holding your child for the first time and you're really confused about what 
just happened and you're not feeling that instant glowing feeling. You feel like something's wrong and broken inside of you and nothing's wrong or broken. You're just holding a newborn and you don't know what you're doing. And maybe you've felt like you've known what you're doing your whole life. And now you're faced for the first time with it's so it's overwhelming for the nervous system. So that's I don't think I've ever felt like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> well, I think you add on top of that that then a lot of people don't talk about that, especially in that initial phase, how hard it is between mom and dad to mm-hmm. have a relationship. Yeah. Because the whole dynamic it, is off. It is because it's you're changed. used to doing everything maybe together or there's a certain amount of attention and you have a pattern. Now you have a baby and they're taking attention away and mm-hmm. You're trying to figure out who does what aspects and... Or even other kids. Yeah. Yeah. Navigating other kids. Like, um, you know, I just had my second five months postpartum. We had... uh, We have a two-year-old and, you know, we had our routine. Like, I was super pregnant. We knew we were having a baby, right? I had the giant belly. We knew what was coming. And postpartum, right? Having a baby, no matter what throws your whole routine your rhythms your everything that was normal is now abnormal and messed up and all sorts of wonky and you have this crying helpless being that you have to take care of and also try to figure out all your other interpersonal relationships with whether that's with your mother your mother-in-law your your two-year-old your spouse whatever it is your dog I mean pets right pets are even mm-hmm. the number of times I've forgotten to feed my dog breakfast because my routine has been off sorry dog he gets like a noon breakfast it's you know it is what it is he'll make it he'll make it he does he's still around he's good he's kicking but right like it, that's a tiny the example fed him anyway. <laughs> it's probably true uh, a tiny example to show like everything changes everything changes and and uh that that includes interpersonal relationships your partner is like yeah everything shifts and if you don't have the capacity or language to talk about it it's even harder um yeah I'm curious, so how did your two-year-old handle that? Because I know when they're, they, they always want to have yeah. a sister or brother, uh, and then it kind of changes. He's obsessed right with now. his brother. He's obsessed. He calls him my baby. Nice. How's, how's Theodore? Oh, my baby's good. My baby. Or if he's crying, my baby's crying, Mama. Mama, go, my baby's crying. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, he's, he Thank has you for the moments. reminder. Yeah, he has his moments. He, he, uh, you know. He's, he's adjusted to him. He loves hard on him. So I have to remind him that he's a big, giant, two-and-a-half-year-old, and this is a tiny baby. Uh, no, you can't poke his eyes, and no, you can't... Uh, carry him around every once. Carry him around. <laughs> no, can't do that. He just, like, he kind of does, like, the two-year-old flop and flail, and so he, like, kind of flops on the bed next to him, and, you know, arms are flying, yeah. and it's like, no, 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 be gentle. He's two, so yeah. yeah. The baby's fine. He's good. <laughs> He's like we talked about earlier, babies are so much more resilient than people babies give them credit for. Resilient. They don't break as easy <laughs> as don't. you think they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the number of times he's been thwacked by a two-year-old limb and he's just been like, sorry, kid. Uh, it's on like, the record now. <laughs> <think of> like, <laughs> he's, he's, 
oh no, they'll get me. Yeah. I think the one that cracks me up is when you were talking about the dads and now you're talking about the two year old. Like, I don't, I can remember how many times I've heard guys that were like dads that were literally like, I think he's going to have a really good arm. Like, look at that. And I'm like, <laughs> he threw that over there. I'm like, he's crawling. I'm like, how, how do you, you can't even walk yet. I would, no, but you don't say that. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. Great... MLB quality. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, he's going to be good. It's our favorite thing to say about babies is like, projecting what sport they're going to be good at based on something they do as an infant it's i love it so much it's so fun um yeah yeah see the arm on that kid he's gonna be he's gonna be a pitcher one day i kicked the other day he's gonna be like professional fighter oh yeah i know exactly he he kicked his daughter or kicked his his uh sister the other day he's totally gonna be an mma yeah right oh yeah we love to do that we have to do oh we got a future quarterback or um big babies versus smaller sized babies right like oh uh what's our uh, the favorite one that has around my house right now is oh he's gonna be a linebacker <laughs> he's built like a linebacker he's gonna be a linebacker like sure yeah they always stay <laughs> they don't change at they all don't change at all he's gonna have those roles forever well i think <laughs> all might, my friends who were tall when we were in elementary school who weren't tall when we got to middle school right. and high school because they just stopped they stopped growing <laughs> yeah yeah depending on when you hit your growth spurt yeah. it's like oh well maybe not professional <laughs> volleyball player maybe not professional basketball player but you know they are an accountant now <laughs> who would ever do that this is crazy funny yeah we never look at babies and go oh that one's gonna be a really good tax filer (laughs) (laughs) what's always an athlete (laughs) who knows was gonna i was gonna be a great store manager of an abercrombie and fitch right you never hear that one the the jobs are endless there's so many of them yeah it's gonna be a great uber driver (laughs) sorry yeah Sounds to me great at programming the robot that's going to eventually take all of our jobs. <laughs> Pretty sure that's going to happen real soon. Right. <laughs> all right. Uh, anybody got any other last questions or just going to, you know, I didn't think so. Thank you very much yeah. for coming out and teaching me all about all yeah. that stuff. Birth and babies. And I was going to say, I was going to say birth, but I couldn't cover that. Anyway. We covered it a lot. All the Everything. other things. Postpartum. Yep. Yeah. Birth. Yoga. Yep. We got it all. We got, got it, it all. Back. <laughs> Well, thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it. Thank you for watching. Kate and Nevada hope you've enjoyed this show and found it useful and empowering. If you have any questions or comments, please contact them at kinetics.com. That's K-N-E-T-I-C-X.com. They're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as well. And please write a review of the show. Kate and Nevada appreciate hearing the feedback, and they welcome your reviews and your word of mouth will help others learn how to feel better and be better.